My name is A.B. Francis. I am your host. I am not a famous person, a best-selling author, or an influencer of any sort. Although, just like you, I do have a voice, and I'm using it. You can too. there. Hello and welcome to Fork, Fear, Failure, and Hustle podcast. I'm your humble host, A.B. Francis. I'm glad to be back. This is season two, first episode, season two of the podcast. Yes, we were strictly on audio. Now we're introducing video to it. So you can see my beautiful face. Hopefully you think so when you watch. And this will be on our Real 21 TV channel on YouTube. Real 21 TV on YouTube. We have our channel there run by Brick Barrier Productions, our parents production company. Okay. Welcome to the show. I'm excited. I was on break. I did try to keep up with you guys by introducing or at least putting out a few bonus episodes out there. But again, Hey, I'm only human. I had to take a break because I needed the break to get myself together and basically put this whole video thing together for you. And I hope I'm doing a good job at that. Yeah. My nerves are actually get the best of me right now, but I promise you, I'm going to get better at that. Welcome to this episode. Um, okay. So we all know that success is something we, everybody wants, but is there a magic wand to becoming successful at anything you want to do? So I usually like to tell stories about my own journey and how, you know, I deal with stuff. And then of course I do researches and relate or connect my story to other informations that I may have found in my research. Okay. So, um, let me just go by saying success is not easy by now. You and I know it, right? Because it doesn't matter what you're trying to do. It doesn't matter what you're trying to achieve the targets, whether it's academics, whether it's marriage, whether it's work, setting up a business, starting up a business, just like I'm doing, cause this is a startup right here, you know, uh, raising your children or even maintaining relationships. It is hard. If you don't put in the work, there is no way those endeavors are going to be successful. So. I mean, we just have to do what we got to do, right? Starting this second season of the podcast has been a stretch for me, like, because I wanted to do this video thing, you know, they're saying, if you don't do video, you might lose some of your listeners because not everybody likes to listen. Some people want to watch you. So I'm doing it now. I don't know how you're going to perceive it. My hope is that I do a good job at it, that you are going to come back after this very first episode. So without further ado, let me just jump into the converse, the discussion of the day, which is of course about being successful. Okay. My co-host is actually here with me. Um, snow, the dog, you get to meet him someday. <laughs> Sometimes the distractions really happen. Okay. It's a podcast. It's not a TV show. So I hope you understand. 
However, I did do a little research concerning this and there was this article I read. But just before I go into that article that I read, do you realize that curiosity? Well, I have realized that curiosity can breed purpose. Curiosity can breed passion. You could be working at, let's say, Burger King or let's say uh, doing janitorial work somewhere. And in the process of that, you find a purpose for something else. You find your passion for something else on the job. My first guest um, on the next episode that is going to be uh, put out for you guys to watch is a friend of mine who worked with me at a television station I once worked at um, years ago before I came to the United States. I got a chance to interview her last year, sometime last year, and we were talking and she shared how she found her purpose at, the, at that same job that we both did, but ended up doing and getting better at something else within within the premise of that same um, television station that we used to work at. And today she has grown up to the ranks because she found her purpose due to her curiosity. She would go into the engineering room and watch the engineers do their thing. She would go into the control room and watch the control people do their thing. And somehow she realized that she had a knack for pushing buttons and doing all the stuff that they do in the control room, which is where things are done for you and I to see what's happening on the television station. I will share that episode with you coming up uh, sometime soon. But that is finding purpose out of curiosity, due to your curiosity, from a space where you probably would never have thought of if you were not given the chance or the privilege to be at. So being and staying curious is a part, in my opinion, of finding success at some point. Because once you find your purpose, once you realize that you have sort of grown passion for something, you want to work at it. You don't want to run away from it, though sometimes difficulties can cause us to want to look back and not um, move forward with what we think we can do. And this here, this show here, this podcast I'm doing right now is one of such situation. But you know what? This is fork, fear, failure, and hustle. I'm doing it anyway, okay? If I don't do it, how do I get better? I always say that um, on my audio uh, publications, because at the end of the day, the more you do it, the better you get. So welcome once again, and I would like to take a break. I'll be right back. I'm back. All right. So let me introduce to you a new segment on the show that will be happening Consequently, and from now on, it's a segment I call this happened, this happened. So where we'll be talking about like films, new music, trending videos out there, topics, you name it, you know, just everything pop culture. All right. No politics. I'm not a politic fanatic. I'm not a, you know, I don't like talk, po talking politics because it's just not my shtick. So that being said, yes, it's going to be a segment that will come in in between as the show goes on. 
not today. I don't have anything to share on that today, but I thought I should let you know ahead of time that that's a new segment on the show that you will be hopefully enjoying. All right. So welcome once again, and let me just go straight into this article that I found during my research about why some of us are not able to, you know, hit the so-called successful line. And that depends on what success means to you. Most of us equate success to how much money we have or the wealth or the good things of life. Of course, I want all of that, you know, but if you listen to, let's say some philosophers, you're going, they're going to tell you being successful is not just about the material things or the money that you make, but actually your mind, your emotions, you know, the peace in you and how you approach life in general, when things that are unpleasant happen to you. Okay. How you deal with difficulties and all whatnot, just various ways success can come into play. I mean, you may be somebody who doesn't know how to cook a certain type of dish and you put your mind to it because you want to learn it. And then you do the cooking and it comes out the way you want it or the way the cookbook says you should do it. That's success for you because you were able to put yourself on the line. You were able to put yourself in the kitchen. You did the grind, like you followed the steps and you were able to get it together. You did it right. And it came out the way you want. So you were successful at doing that. Therefore it can apply to almost everything in life, depending on what success actually means to you. But this article is talking about why some of us are not able to be successful at whatever that may be that we want to do. So let, without further ado, let me just go ahead and quickly read it to you. I'm not going to read everything, just that, you know, the, the headline and we can go from there. And the three pointers, the three pointers that this article is given unto us so that we could actually do better and look inwards, you know, reflect and see how we can do better in order for us to be able to be successful at whatever it is we are trying to do. You feel me? <laughs> All right. Harvard psychology expert shares the number one thing she sees holding people back from success. Okay. So here we go. She said the first thing, the first thing that causes us to not be successful in whatever we want to do is that we tend to retreat, retreating. In other words, instead of facing it, we are afraid of failing. We are afraid that this is happening. We're afraid that we may not be able to get it right. And we retreat instead of actually sitting back and bracing up and facing those fears that we have because nobody wants to fail. Once again, I don't want to fail doing this. I'm hoping that at the end of the day, this is successful, that this podcast will grow to where it will bless and, you know, touch a lot of lives positively. That is my hope. All good, good vibes here. Okay. The idea is to share and for us to learn and grow and be inspired to do better in our lives. So that's it. Retreating. Okay. Let me just read the solution to retreating that she gave. She said what to do instead, right? Because we retreat, we run away. We want to back out, you know, like if you're if you come face to face with a lion, your first instinct might be to run. But in our daily lives, retreating is more subtle. So you can retreat 
uh, you, like by making excuses, like me here, the queen of procrastination, I tend to procrastinate, you know, sometimes because I'm worried that I'm not fully prepared to do what I want to do. I'm worried that I may not be able to deliver it the way I want. So I keep, you know, shifting and moving dates and, you know, like, um, delaying, um, stuff that I'm supposed to do just because I'm worried that I might fail or that I might not be successful at it. This happens because we're humans. All right. So this is a subtle form of retreating. She said, but I'm not going to read everything. I'm just going to go straight to the solution. So she says here to shift your thinking, identify one thing, one thought or fear, then ask yourself, what data do I have to back this up? Or what would my best friend say in this situation? The empirical evidence you come up with can help put, pull you out of that harmful mindset of retreating. That's my number one. I'm trying to just, you know, pick, need to pick what she wrote. I don't want to read everything just for us to be able to get the real, the pointers here. You can go and look into how you retreat in your own personal life when you don't feel like you are able to be successful at something. For example, having a dialogue or engaging someone in a conversation or even explaining yourself in situations. Some of us just shy away because we don't want to um, embarrass ourselves. We don't want to allow or feel like that person is going to look at us some kind of way if we're not able to be articulate the way they want us to be or you know if we're not able to align our points and information the way we want it to be it's it could be different things it could be solving math it could be writing a project it could be you know um just anything you are trying to be successful at. you want to be successful but you are afraid of failing therefore you start making excuses, you procrastinate, you look for ways to delay it or just not do it by retreating. Success is not going to come. And she's saying this is one of the reasons why. I'll let you know the author of this um, write-up at the end of it all. Number two is number two is reacting. How do we react? How do we react when things are not going our way? How do you react when there is a sudden change that is not pleasant in a situation, in a project, or um, at home, or in your career, or just something, something just happens. You're trying to start this project, the startup company, and you hit a roadblock, or some, somehow something just goes awfully wrong, and you look at it and go, whoa. Okay, this is a sign. Some of us will say this is a sign that I'm not supposed to be doing this. Or we begin to tell ourselves why it's not a good reason to move forward because this has happened. How do you react to unpleasant situations during your work or whatever that thing is that you're trying to do? How do you react to those challenging, difficult, unpleasant moments? And she goes... This could be sending a flurry of text messages to get the last word in. Getting a 10th opinion until you get one that aligns with your point of view or yelling to get your point across. Yes, there are some of us who can't take decisions on our own, especially when you are unsure, when you 
feel like you don't have what it takes, you don't know everything, you know, that you need to know to get into or to do this particular project or to carry out this, um, this course or to, hmm, to write that project or to cook this food. Like, you know me, I'm a foodie. I like to talk about food. If you've listened to the audios, you would see, I talk about food a lot. Okay. So it, it could be anything that you're not sure of. Some of us, there are people out there who would want to talk to like two, three, four, five people asking the same questions just because they are not giving you the results or the reasons or the type of information that will align with what you think it should be. You keep going and asking until you find that one person that tends to reason like you or is telling you what you really want to hear, which is what you've been telling yourself, right? That, okay, this is it. You tend to align with that person. You tend to agree with what that person is saying because that's what you've been looking for. You just wanted somebody to acknowledge it and that you feel like is the right way to go. So you go with that. That's reacting. So that's your, your way of reacting to it. And reactions can be in different forms. You could react to things in various ways, but she says what to do instead of reacting in the opposite way that is not going to foster growth in that area of whatever it is that you're trying to do, what you should do instead. The first step is to pause, then approach your discomfort rather than try to eliminate it. Approach your discomfort rather than trying to eliminate it. If you receive a concerning prognosis, for example, from your doctor, for example, and you have a habit of spending hours searching for alternative explanations on the internet, try spending a minute or two sitting with your discomfort. So in other words, having that time, quiet time with yourself is necessary to give you a clear head, to be able to look at the situation on ground and take a deep breath, breather, like she said, without reacting in an opposite way that may not at the end of the day work out for you may not at the end of the day work in the goodness or in the growth or progress of that thing that you're actually trying to get done or get rid of or work towards okay number three is remaining remaining so you don't retreat you don't react in a negative way you remain and she's saying remaining is remaining is a deer in the headlights type of advance. It's the inclination to stay put in uncomfortable situations like an unhealthy relationship or a job that is mentally and physically draining. Have you ever found yourself in that place and had the courage to stay? Have you? Have you ever found yourself in that situation that seemed so daunting, seemed so challenging, seemed so confusing, seemed like you can never achieve it, but you stayed? If you did, you're doing the right thing. Because if you don't retreat, you sit back, focus and look at it. You don't react in a negative way. You don't react in the way that is contrary to where you're trying to go, but take time to sit back and listen to yourself. You are going to 
be able to remain. And when you remain, your focus will eventually come together. And with all the times of gathering all this information and getting yourself calmed down to, to be able to focus on it, you will remain and get it done eventually. It might take longer. It might not be as quick or happen at the very time or moment you want it to happen, but it will happen. However, let me just go and um, take a little bit out of what she has written here for us. Remaining is a dear, okay, yes, I've read that, right? Guys, my mouth is getting dry. So what to do instead? Identify what truly matters to you and take one small step every day to move in that direction. It's quick and simple. This is simply put, as far as I'm concerned. She says, identify what truly matters to you and take one small step every day to move in the right direction. That is what I've been trying to do, even with this show. I'm putting myself out there now so you can see my face. So if this episode sounds like I messed up or like I'm not coordinated or I'm not fully articulate, or you can tell that I'm nervous, I'm still putting myself out there for you to see because I want to get better. I'm not trying to run away, right? So she's saying one step at a time, one small step at a time each day, and we can get to the finish line. I agree. I agree because we don't know it all. We don't all have the answers, right? You have mentors, you have people you look up to, you have people who can teach you things. There are several ways, depending once again, on what it is you are actually fighting to be successful at, depending on what it is you want to be successful at, whatever that is, put it in your own words, sit back, look into it, do not retreat, do not react in a way that would go against your progress. And she says, remain, stay put, take a step back and try one little move at a time. And you're going to get through to it. I truly agree with this, with this writer. Okay. And this was written by Luana Marquise, PhD. She is an associate professor of psychiatry at Harvard Medical School and founder and director of community psychiatry pride at Massachusetts General Hospital. So you see, she knows what she's talking about because she's actually practicing. I am not. I listen and I read to things like this because I want to learn. We don't have, we don't all have to be experts in everything, but we can learn from each other. One little step at a time, one day at a time. If we take the time and if we listen, listen, this podcast here for me, is just a space where I get to share my opinions. I get to share what I learned from other places, books, videos, other podcasts, TV shows, even films. I learned from everywhere, music, you name it. It's my way of sharing my voice, using my voice in a good way, good way. It has to be good because guess what? If you and I can do our own little bit to do the right thing, all the time, maybe not all the time, because some of us fall off the, the wagon. Okay. We make mistakes where nobody's perfect, but at least 
for the most part, if we do the right thing, I think the world will be a better place than we met it. And that's just what this podcast means to me. And I don't take it lightly. Okay. So I really appreciate you taking time to watch or listen to this first, first season two episode on video. <laughs> listen, I have struggled with this and I can't believe I'm doing it, but I'm really proud of myself that I'm putting myself out there, my face out there. I look at it. Well, I don't look bad. Do I? Now, it's been a long day. We've been working to get things off the ground. So this is just the first episode. There are many more to come. The next episode, I would, of course, talk about some other interesting things. However, the second one would be an interview that I had with my coworker, my colleague and friend, like I told you about, which took place somewhere outside of, you know, the confines of this studio. So I hope you are going to come back, listen, and hopefully enjoy all the informations that you're going to gather. It's not a perfect show yet. We're doing our best to get better. And I promise you, I promise you, we're going to grow and do better. That is what I'm working towards. It's Fork, Fear, Failure, and Hustle. Please come on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is Real21 TV. Check us out there. There's going to be other, other things that you would see. I will start posting also the audios that, you know, we have put out the past, um, months, almost a year now. So you can listen if you, um, want to see how the show started and where we are today. So to all of you, my dear friends who have been listening from day one, thank you. You've downloaded, you subscribed. Please do not fail to subscribe on our YouTube channel as well, because you know, we need the subscription and comment. If you have any kind suggestions, you know, commentaries to give, please go ahead and do so. I will really appreciate it. Um, the show's email address is still there. FFF and at gmail.com. You can email us your story. We'll do better, you know, at getting things together, but this is the first episode and I want to try to keep it short um so that i will go and do some more work and come back with episode two three four and five and you know we keep going all right thanks for watching thanks for listening i am so glad to have you i'm back season two is here welcome 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 and i hope you stick around and keep coming back please share share and um download the audios and we'll see you on the next episode. Yay, we did it.